Frosty Green Boys. It's another Water Boys podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk. How you doing? Sipping. Whole hell of a lot better now. The Lime Seltzer. Sipping. Dipping. The Lime Seltzer. That's what Music Ray Gun tastes like. (laughs) Music Ray Gun tastes like lime sparkling water. Yeah. And if you love lime sparkling water, you love the show. If you don't, go fuck yourself because you should like both. It only makes sense. It only does. It only makes sense. Yeah. Kirk. Yeah. Let's talk about the Swifties. Give me a second. You don't you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Or you're trying to form Swifties are Taylor Swift fans. Oh yeah, that's it. Sw- no joke. Yeah. I was thinking of Swifters, the dusty thing that Swiffers? Made. Swiffers. Oh no. And I was like, wait, why we do we change again? Before it was uh no. music? Um, and we're not sponsored by Swiffer either. Or Swifties. Use any brand of dry cloth sweeper. Whatever cleans your floors is fine. That's right. No, I've been I've been thinking about the Swifties because yeah. of this whole Ticketmaster debacle. Yeah, well, yeah, Ticketmaster can fuck off. Ticketmaster can 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 fuck off, and Ticketmaster's been awful for thirty years. Forever, it's not like new. Exactly, but yeah. that's why I've been thinking about it because. <laughs> oh, okay. There's there was this whole thing for people who maybe don't know, and I wasn't paying super close attention, but yeah. it was a big story that Taylor Swift uh, is going on tour for the first time in like five years. Yes. And there was a pre-sale of tickets for the show. Yes. And there was such demand that Ticketmaster, the day before the tickets were supposed to go on sale widely to the public at large, canceled the sale. Yes. Because they had run out of ticket inventory or something. And it was this whole mess. Yeah. And it's... Notable because, as you'd said, this has been a problem for a while. Yes. We're old enough to remember when Eddie Vedder... Yeah. Had brought, ...made a big deal about how much he hated Ticketmaster in the 90s. Yeah, and like, like, fuck it, I won't use them. They can't use them. Pearl Jam went to Congress to yeah, talk about it. it's a big deal. But nothing ever really happened. And then they merged with Live Nation... Yeah. ...like 10 years ago. And, and everyone was like, isn't this... Um, like a huge monopoly that the government should allow to happen, yeah. and the government was like, eh, "We're we, going to allow it to happen." We allow all monopolies now, so it doesn't matter, right? So, <clears throat> the Swifties are maybe the most powerful fandom in music, probably more so than the Beehive. I think so. Yeah. From from my time when I worked in a little some celebrity gossip, yeah, remember that? Oh yeah, I. Felt like the Swifties were the most terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you don't want to cross Taylor Swift fans. Yes, um, they're large and they're angry. Yes, and like problematic and probably toxic. But that's what's interesting about this is it kind of seems like the conversation about Ticketmaster has bubbled up again because the Swifties are so outraged. Yes. And it's and it's almost like is something finally going to be done about this? Because the Swifties have taken over. Because the Swifties are angry now. Like they do organize well. Eddie Vedder couldn't get anything done even at the peak of his power in it's 1996. Cuz we're Gen X we're like it's a, we're Yeah, better. that's right. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we won't buy tickets <laughs> for them, but we're not going to do anything. Yeah, cynicism but low effort. Yeah. Um I, hey, I'm all about that. And then and then again when it was like they formed a larger monopoly 10 years ago and it was like, 
owners of small clubs and yeah. artists complaining. And the government was like, eh, shrug. <laughs> Can't do whatever. But now on the, on the consumer, like what it was, it's like, what's it going to take to get the world at large to care? It's like, you have to appeal to the right consumers, the fucking Swifties. Wouldn't you think if the Swifties can't do it, no one can do it? That's what that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, it feels like this, like, they might actually break up Ticketmaster Live Nation. I love that. Uh, like, AOC is now talking about, like, they need I to do something that. about I it. I did see that, yes. So, it kind of feels like it. something might happen. Yeah. But if it doesn't, it's like, well, this is our life. It's like climate change. It's like, if this well, doesn't get yes. done now, we're done. It's it's just done. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, we're filled with warm weather and yeah. Ticketmaster. So I, I'm sure we've brought up Taylor Swift before. I feel about Taylor Swift much the way about the way I do about Beyonce, which is like she seems good. I just kind of yes. don't care. Yeah, I c- I could name like one Taylor Swift song. I just miss the boat. Yeah, I, you know, I've heard her music, and I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. It yeah. makes me feel nothing. Exactly. I know she's talented. Yeah. My my daughter loves Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She's not a Swifty, but she's afraid of Swifties. Right. That's that's yes. People are afraid of Swifties. She's a, and she loves it. Like she legit loves her music. Yeah. But like, is afraid of Swifties. Right. Because fandoms, you know, with social media are a real power now. So, yeah. like, anytime any other celebrity even seems like they're throwing shade yeah. in the direction of Taylor Swift, the Swifties will come and just, like, bomb their social media. Yeah, I think there's something happened with Drake and Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think they, they were angry at Nicki Minaj at some point. Yeah, and then it became, and then, like, once didn't follow the other and it became a thing because you have to yeah. follow each other. Like, I mean, it's nonsense. Yeah. But it's real. It's it's nonsense, but it's fucking serious. Right. Yeah. But this time it kind of seems like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I agree. Right? So yeah. I'm very optimistic and I'm like, I support the Swifties. I'm here for the Swifties to yeah. down a monopoly, which would be the greatest story ever. Right. If we, like, let's rile them up and then point them at, at, at Ticketmaster. That, exactly. seems, that seems like yeah. um, worthwhile. Worth yeah. Doing. Productive. Ticketmaster's a hunk of shit. Yeah. And have been forever. Forever. Ever. Like, it's been so long that when you hear this, I was like, oh, this is... Why is it? Is anyone shocked that Ticketmaster would do this? Of course they would. They're, they fucking suck. Yeah. It's a terrible service. Yeah. It's down with Ticketmaster. Down with Ticketmaster. But up with Swifties. For now. Yeah. Paul? <laughs> don't rile the it's like It's like including the Soviet Union and the Allied powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's like you're gonna. Well, yeah, you're gonna help us get this done. Yeah, but then afterwards, afterwards, it's on. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, but that's what's been on my mind. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know she has a new album out, and right? And I'm not gonna listen to it not because I hate her, but I'm just I just like, don't care. I don't care. I don't have enough energy. I'm fine that it exists in the world. I'm not against it in, in exactly. any way. Yes, I mean, especially look, it, it, I'm not a young person. Exactly. And I um, like her as a person. She's cool. She seems yeah, fine. She seems cool. Sure. But I'm still listening to Young Gun Silver Fox. I can't. Uh, I only uh, get the bandwidth uh, for them right now. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. I'm way into them still. That no, that's fine. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I figured you would be. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Now if they take down Ticketmaster. You better fucking apologize. They, they have as much. Chance of taking Ticketmaster down as you and I do. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're not even trying. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. So what do you have for the uh, for the uh, mini? Anything? Nothing. But you want to just get down to business? Just ready to fucking get my candies. You are trying to build a six-game streak yeah, tonight and win your third pack of candy. Yeah. And I'm... This just this shit isn't funny anymore. It's sometimes it's cute. Yeah. And now it's not. I'm not sure what my record is. I've won at least six in a row. I think I got to seven. I thought you've won six twice. I, I'm not sure. I don't actually I count. Mine is five. I've, I've tied my record. Right. Just like when I actually played organized sports as a youth, I didn't care about the yeah. score. I just wanted the snacks. Yeah. So, right. so I don't remember. But yeah. you're... Uh, I know I've gotten at least six, but I believe this would be a personal best for you if you win. Tonight. It would be. It would be my sixth ring. And I don't want that to happen. No, so you I don't. Really, like it's it's not cute. It's not you, cute. I'm the Chicago Bulls. You're the Utah Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, one of these is backwards. Okay. Um, yes, it's time for the music trivia quiz. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the board from the music themed expansion to the board game Trivial Pursuit, which was published in 1985. So all of the questions are about music from before 1985, which means it's hard. It also means that I always hear from my boomer parents who listen to the show, which I love because they're wonderful people and supportive of me. But they've also sort of become like the unofficial music reg on boomer fact checkers (laughs) to where when we don't know things, I will hear from them like, here's what that is. (laughs) Which you're like, I guess I have to hear this. Yeah, one of um, one of the questions last week. Let me let me uh, let me read it again. It is on it is on this card. What pea pickers' first big yes. hit was 1950s, the Shotgun Boogie. Yeah, and it was Tennessee Ernie, Ernie Ford, Ford yeah. who you know, and I thought I knew who he was. He he did sixteen tons. You know that 16 song. Sixteen tons. What do you get? Yes. So. But, yep. according to my mother, in the 50s, he had a very popular variety show. Of course he did. Of his very own. And his little, his signature catchphrase was like, good evening, pea pickers, or have a good pea picking week, or something like that. Why? I forget. But, <laughs> but it so it wasn't like he was an itinerant pea picker yeah. before he... Oh, I thought he was. But I think that it was, was just, hysterical. it was his catchphrase on his variety show Some in the 50s. Some staff writer was like, hey, I got a catchphrase for you. Hey, pea pickers. And he's like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So that's what that was. All right. Well, that's good to know. That's good valuable information. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you asked me first this week because you're defending. I I have not been doing this well. Not that you haven't earned it. No. But I have picked some tough cards for myself. Are you picking that one? Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to let you throw me off. Don't get your game off. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Cover notes. Mm-hmm. What underground group numbered Jim Black, Ray Collins, and Roy Estrada? Huh. Can you read that again, please? What underground group numbered Jim Black, Ray Collins, and Roy Estrada? I don't know any of those names. Oh, I thought you did. Jim Black. Ray Collins. Ray Collins. Roy Estrada. I feel like the word underground is trying to give me a clue. The only band whose name has underground in it that I can think of is the Velvet Underground. 
but I don't know those names. I'm just going to say the Velvet Underground. The Mothers of Invention. <laughs> I've answered them before. I don't know any of the Mothers of Invention. Oh, you just know the name. Okay, I figured you knew them because you like Frank Zappa. No, you didn't let me finish my sentence. Oh, okay. I was saying, I don't know any of the Mothers of Invention other than Frank Zappa. Oh. <laughs> I don't know the rest of their names. So, yeah, I, I never would have gotten that ever, yeah. ever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mom, mm-hmm. what coronet and trumpet playing jazz legends band was the Wolverines? I'll give you a hint. Don't give me a hint. It's not Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Deep cut quote there for anyone who's a fan of an 80s movie that Charlie Sheen is in that they yelled, Wolverines! Red Dawn. Yeah. I thought, I was thinking, did he was he a cornet player in a movie? He doesn't have that talent. Cornet and trumpet but playing? Cornet and trumpet playing jazz legends band was the Wolverines. Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> Bix Biederbeck. Bix Biederbeck. By, oh, you know that name? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Say it again? Bix Biederbeck. Bix Biederbeck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 50s. What was the first dice roll Stagger Lee threw in Lloyd Price's Stagger Lee? Uh, Snake Eyes. Oh, it's a good guess. Lucky seven. number seven. seven. Fuck. It's one of those two. God damn it. It's either Mozart or Beethoven. Um, all right. 60s. What swinging school anthem does Bobby Rydell render in the flick because they're young? What swinging school anthem does Bobby Rydell render in the flick because they're young? School days. Not bad. Swinging schools. Okay. After God Be- damn it, dude. <laughs> Still more. Anything can happen. After Beatles, who issued a statement in December 1983 saying the Who wouldn't work together again? Pete Townsend? Correct. Okay. I was like, don't you fucking <sighs> tell me it's Roger Daltrey. Yeah. And Keith Moon dead, right? Yeah, he's, okay. he's dead. All right, for two, anything goes. What kind of harmonicas can emit complete 12-note octaves? I don't get a, uh, a multiple choice for that. <laughs> no. What kind of... There's more than one kind of harmonica? I had no idea about that. Can you read the question again, what please? What kind of harmonicas can emit complete 12-note octaves? Octave harmonicas. Chromatic harmonicas. God damn it. Anything can happen. Crazier <laughs> things have happened. I just all I just need one. Choose your card. That was an impossible card. That was a that was a bitch ass card right there. Ugh. Just one. Just one. Okay. <clears throat> Cover notes. What famed DJ owned one third of the writer's credit for Maybelline? What, DJ? Yes. Alan Freed. Correct. Yes, it's a push at least. Yeah, you have five chances to win. Yeah. Your mother should know. What Ivy League school's football fight song is Bula Bula? Harvard. Yale. I actually knew that one. I didn't know that. 50s. What one-time wife of Jack Webb had her only smash with Crimea River? I think Jack Webb's from Dragnet. 
other than that, say one more time. What one-time wife of Jack Webb had her only smash with Crimea River? Uh, Patty Lapone. Julie London. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Okay. Who's, quote, Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo. The rhinestone cowboy. Correct. <laughs> Six. There's your fucking candy. Put it in my pocket because I'm not gonna eat it because I had cookies for dessert. It's rude because you don't want to give me my tribute to my tribute, <laughs> Eminem. Tribute. Two right. weeks in a row now. I try to have to give you tribute. Yeah, it's so funny. Rude. <laughs> Okay, the rest is an expo mission. After the Beatles, what did Hank Ballard allegedly wear to record Let's Go Streaking? Nothing. Correct. All right. Anything goes for four. Whose father was lutenist and composer Vincenzo Galilei? Say that one more time. Yes. Whose father was lutenist and composer Vincenzo Galilei? Amadeus. (laughs) Yes, famous Italian Amadeus Mozart. How many people do you know whose last name is Galilei? None. Galileo Galilei. Oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. They threw you because they want you to think of a musician. Well, all I can think of is Indigo Girls. <laughs> why Why did that make you think of the Indigo Girls? Because they have a song called Galileo. Oh, I only know one single Indigo Girls song. And it's a great song, but it's the only one I know. <laughs> and I can't think of the name of it, but you know that's, the one I mean. I know the one you mean. Closer to Five. Closer to Five. That's the one that everyone song. knows, yeah. That's a great song. But uh, that's the end of the mini episode. Six Game Win Streak. Six Game Winning Streak. Kirk, take your peanut M&M's and enjoy them. <laughs> See, I'm so flustered I said the name of the of the candy. And you said a nice thing at the same time. Which I'm going to have to bleep out Yes, later. enjoy that. But that's the end of the mini episode. Bye. Bye.